Now then, we're back, back with another Bobcast. This week, I'd just like to address a couple of things before we dive in. Firstly, I opened up a big um, beginning of the last podcast. When I did, I spent the next three days after editing it, before it was released, wondering if I'd done the right thing, opening up a bit of my private life, um, sharing stuff. But I thought if it helps one person, it'll do some good. So thanks to those of you that did contact me asking if I was okay. I'm fine, just a little bit of a wobble. And secondly, if there's anybody out there that would like to come on the podcast, there's a WhatsApp number in the show notes. You can DM us. You can just reach out directly to me on Insta or any socials. Even if you've been on before and you just want to come back and do a catch-up or any of you guys listening abroad in America, because I know we're shared on the PCA overdrive platform we would love some of you guys on we'd love to get some more ladies on from the trade give their point of view and show that it is a job that is acceptable for women to do and that they are out there smashing it and doing just a good job as everybody else and lastly just if you've got time just drop in and just leave us a review on itunes because it really does help us out so without further ado you know the score bang on your headphones pick your feet up get yourself a brew this week, we dive in with some juicy topics with my man Carl Saxby of Saxby Decorating based down in Ely, Cambridgeshire. Welcome to this episode of the Brothers of the Brush podcast, a podcast by decorators for decorators with me, your host, Chris Kerfoot. So, back again. On this week's podcast, we have (laughs) Carl Saxby of Saxby Decorating, based down in Ely, Cambridgeshire. Another Cambridgeshire lad. We had uh, Matt Ratton from Prime Finish the other week. Do you ever ever cross paths? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, Well, Matt actually come help me out um, just for Christmas. I was really struggling to get a job done. Yeah, and um, he he popped along and helped out for sort of three quarters of a day, which was massively appreciated. Like, yeah, it's nice he's a, when you've he's a got great guy. Yeah, it's nice when you've got local decorators. You can go on with like that, isn't it? Rather than yeah, just grunting at them in paint suppliers and that's that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's nice to see actual other good decorators in your area as well. Yeah, it's. Right. it's I mean, there's plenty of work about in this. Uh, it's, yeah, uh, exactly. I'd be surprised if we have a price against each other. To be honest, yeah, we, I used to work with a couple of years ago. And, and then uh, it was my old foreman. We both he was employed by a firm, and I was subbed. And I left. He left a week later. And we were pricing jobs, and he'd ring me and say, "Price this job," and we'd tell each other what we priced it at. Yeah. And I, th- I think one customer got a shock because he priced it up, I priced it up. One of us ended up doing it, and we turned up together to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh. Your prices were a tenner between each other. <laughs> yeah, as you've gone for cheaper one. <laughs> so, <laughs> back to the beginning. Who's in the Saxby household? Okay, so um, I have my fiance Inesh, and um, my stepdaughter, Lara. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Um, your wife's name just reminds me of Bourne film. There's a bloke, I think one of one of blokes that he's hunting down is called Desh. He just okay. when you said that, he just shoots. I think that it's was. I think that was the over Portuguese Portugal. pronunciation, isn't it? With the shush on the end. Yeah. Inesh. <laughs> <So>. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So but, um, yeah, most English people call it Inez. Yeah, Inez. But, um, in it. Yeah, in it. I <laughs> know oh, she blames. She hasn't got me for saying that all the time as it is. <laughs> in it. And it's, it's something I don't use, but my my daughter does in sarcasm. She's got in it. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> in it, or in it indeed is one she's doing at the moment. I don't, my, my lad's picked this thing up from somewhere. I don't know where it is. It does this awful thing going, Daddy, like that. It's, oh, God. I don't know where it's off. And I thought, is it just him? And then I was working at a customer's the other day, and her, her lad that's about the same age were doing it. I thought they've obviously seen it on somewhere, haven't they? It must be on something. There's a guy, well, kids a few doors up from us, and that's all we ever hear from him. Yeah. Daddy, daddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if it's Fortnite. It yeah, my lad. But um, so your story in yeah. business. How did you get started? Okay, yeah. So, um, well, before I got my apprenticeship, I was obviously doing A levels. <laughs> believe what, it or not. What 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 were uh, cho- you choosing A levels? What what, um, what what was your aspirations? Did you have any? No. Basically, yeah. I got my GCSEs. Messed about for the six weeks you get off and yeah. then it got to the last week and I realized I hadn't actually got anything to do with my life <laughs> and uh didn't have a job didn't have a level so uh I uh got in touch with the sort of local sixth form college and uh they basically just give me five subjects and said yep yeah, you've got to do these yeah <laughs> so uh it was geography art media studies um which I, I did quite like geography and art but yeah yeah I couldn't see myself doing it forever to be honest Hence why I didn't turn up very often. Uh, <laughs> Just bombed about. We, we spent more time down the bowling alley and uh, the snooker centre than what we did actually at A-level, so, at the college. Yeah. So I thought, oh, it's about time I got a job. And uh, I always remembered this guy down the um, snooker centre saying about his company taking on decorating apprentices. And um, I just thought, oh, why not? I could see myself doing something like that. Um, yeah. In my head, I thought, I quite like that. Oh, let's do painting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, same thing. Uh, yeah, same thing. So yeah, So yeah, basically I just went home and circled all the companies local to me and just called them all up and tried to get a, a job. Yeah. And uh, eventually this company did. Yeah. And uh I always remember going round for my first job interview all suited and booted because my stepdad told me when you go for job interviews you go suited and booted oh yeah I went around to his house and he just laughed at me when I walked in <laughs> I've, I've just got a picture of this lad on with like a blazer that's a bit a bit too yeah, big my, and trousers at about six inches too long yeah a <laughs> prom suit <laughs> lucky that's about out of Gatsby <laughs> honestly yeah <laughs> like I was going to a wedding but I was going to a job interview yeah, yeah. I, th- I think nowadays you can get away with smart jeans and a polo can't you yeah. Well, depending yeah, on what that, job it is, it? I suppose it's. Uh... Well, you used to have to wear suit trousers going in the nightclub, didn't you? Yeah. For, well, now you can turn up in shorts and flip flops. Like, <laughs> I, I used to work here one years ago behind the bar, and it was Friday night. Was I can't wait. Friday night, Saturday night. One night you had to have uh, trousers and shoes on, and another yeah. night a bit more casual. Yeah. You know, and it was a bit more relaxed. But yeah, I remember them <laughs> days. Not got. Uh, not got shoes on you're not coming in you was trying to get away with black trainers and all sorts but i i remember once my mate putting socks over his trainers because he thought he'd get away with it because there were black socks on and white trainers <laughs> the bloke just looked at him laughed and went in you come mate you're yeah. all right <laughs> I'm, I'm just getting visitors in between his way bars them trainers off tramp <laughs> <laughs> so oh god 
So you yeah, you went so, you went from an apprenticeship, and then obviously at some point you thought, "Bugger this! I'm off on my own." Yeah, so um, I actually had a really good apprenticeship, to be honest. Um, it was I stayed there four and a half years, um, learned a lot, like on life and work, to be honest. Like some of the guys that worked there, like they're so random, you yeah. know. <laughs> like, you get some normal ones, and then some real weird ones, and uh, but it was great. Like we learned so many different experiences um we've done a lot of college work a lot of rentals so i, I learned how to sort of get away with what you can get away with sort of thing yeah um, yeah you, um, you, you learn where you can cut the corners to make your money exactly yeah, yeah. which is a, a great lesson to be honest um yeah. before you then try and get better i guess yeah but then also like we did a lot of hsbc banks and stuff so we did no end of mirror spec wallpaper and oh, i remember doing a course for that on my apprenticeship yeah, see, I wouldn't. I don't honestly don't think I'd be half the wallpaper I was today until, if it weren't for all that. So, see, see I, I did. Yeah, I said my apprenticeship with council. So, one week you'd be wood chipping what we used to call a COT, a change of tendency. If someone moved out and somebody else moving in, you'd be wood chipping it, white magnolia and oil based gloss. And then next week I could be put with coal, which I used to be with regular, and you'd be more specking dance hall or you know theatre that council owned and i never did anything in between so that's when i struggled when i went on my own because i'd gone from your respect which once you've got anger it's pretty easy yeah to wood chip which is easy and then no in between (laughs) you know no pattern stuff matching patterns up was difficult yeah (laughs) engineering it your respect you just banged it up overlapped it and spliced it basically you'd get away with so much can you yeah yeah well i remember doing loads of that stuff yeah um so yeah we've just done that and then i mean you you always sort of get to a stage where you kind of have a bit of a fallout i suppose and uh i remember this one day we uh i finished at like half three and i was the last person on site and uh he just lost his head at me even though i was going to dulux to get a load of paint and i was just like oh do you know what this is it i've had enough yeah so uh I just thought, I'll oh, stuff it. I'll go self-employed and um, just see what happens. So I went and worked for one of the best painters around our um, village that I lived in. And um, he shot me down a peg or two because I thought I was quite good. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> then uh, I realised I actually wasn't very good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I basically worked with him for a little bit. Um, it was right at the recession, actually, in 2000 and what was it, 2008, 2009? Yeah, 2008, yeah. Yeah, that's when I went self-employed, and um, fourteen years ago, isn't it? Yeah, I'll, all the notes are talking another recession now, and it's normally ten years, yeah. isn't it? And the same, it's fourteen since last one. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I managed to pick up a job actually on a new build site near us, and just doing new builds for a year. Yeah, um, Ooh, that'll bring. And then you. gradually you pick more and more and more work up, don't you? And yeah, get out of that stage of uh, smashing out new builds for eight hundred quid. Yeah, <laughs> like four bed new builds and. Uh, yeah, start actually earning some proper money working for people. As I was saying, pre-record, young, I spoke to young Ryan that used to work for me on Thursday. He's, he's on new bills. I was asking him, he was telling me prices, and they're white all the way through. Uh, I, I think they're using Mackie's acrylic on woodwork, oil-based gloss on top. And he says they're having to put two coats of acrylic on to get it to cover. I was yeah. like, how much are they then? It's a 600 for a two bed and 700 for a three. I'm thinking, Jesus Christ. Jesus not, Christ. Yeah. Not your 20% yeah. off. Yeah. Plus your diesel to get there. And I'm thinking, Jesus Christ. It's amazing how they make any money, isn't it? 
It really is. Well, these, I think, what did he say? It took him to do a, a three bed. It took him six days. Yeah. So it's, yeah, so it's 700 quid. And I bet that's hard work as well, isn't it? I bet it right. constantly, I used to hate it because you'd be doing it. I just remember this one type of house on a certain site, well, Harrison Homes in Brid, and there was 14 doors, so 28 door sides. I remember being there one Thursday, thinking, oh, get me to weekend, get me to weekend. And, I start, and you knew you had to, if you started your doors first thing in the morning, you had to have them done for two o'clock to be on time, to be earning your yeah. money, because you, you had a system in your head. And you were like counting out door sides, 28, 27, 26, 25, as you, as you cut <laughs> and roll them, thinking I've got it all to do again tomorrow with gloss in an house we are uh-huh. with no electric on. It's cold, damp, and I just thought, it, this is just draining me. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah, not, yeah. not so bad. And, and then sort of, mentality if you get a bad people. site manager to go with it as well, it don't help, does it? Well, that's it. And like, other, other trades that just come in and lean the spirit level on Walt, join because he couldn't give a yeah. shit as long as he's making his money. Oh, this site manager we worked um, for on that job I was saying about where I worked for a year when I first started, he wanted us to do stair runners. Yeah. we were like but it's getting carpeted and he goes yeah but i want that wow factor as i walk in yeah <laughs> we were like are you for real like, we, we used to do <laughs> when i was subbing for a firm out of chesterfield we used to do some and you had to go in and paint the floor <laughs> after no oh, no way so if you, you obviously you catch skating board don't you a bit and catch a bit of yeah. floor <clears throat> sometimes especially if you're using a roller on your skirts but you had to do all that timber floor i forgot what they was call it now uh, but you had, to, you had to go in and just a coat of grey on floor. Right. So the two of you going on the Saturday, and if you've done an house each, you just pair up and go and do them between you. Cut them yeah. in and roll up floor, just so it looked nice when they walked in for when they're showing people around. I thought, that's going to be extreme, isn't it? It is, yeah. You know, and that ruined your price. But Ryan was telling yeah. me, all right, uh, they get I can't remember, 60 or 70 quid to miss coat an house out. God. Yeah. <laughs> I like so you've got to do that up up here on that on our rate, you've got to do that in less than half a day to make your money. Yeah. And they're not spraying. Nah. Just, that's just I think, oh man. That's just robbing, isn't it? That's tight. Yeah. Yeah. That's proper tight um, hard work. He'll be he'll, he'll be living off bumming rollers and Red Bull now. What <laughs> 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 keeps you going, isn't it? <laughs> God. Yeah. So, addicted to it and then monster energies yeah I, I remember it got that bad you were that tight you couldn't even <laughs> stop for fag break so i was a smoker then you just yeah. got i mean how you could afford tailor-made fags then i just got used to the habit of painting you'd have a fag on out corner of your mouth because you couldn't stop to yeah. take it out and you just take a drag on it while it was still in your mouth Not really it's a stereotypical doors. painter isn't it yeah you get <laughs> You get into the job and they've got the roll-ups on. Yeah. Constantly. <laughs> uh, bib and brace are constantly dusty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. They were the days. Not. <laughs> so, so what's been your lowest point? Would you say that was it? Or have you had worse than that? Um, no, I suppose, like, when you first go self-employed, you you always look at the money coming in and you think, oh, this is nice, this is nice, but you never actually get taught about the tax at the end of it. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's it's not really like a massively low point, but it's quite embarrassing when you have to start borrowing money to pay your tax bills and realise you're paying that off for the next sort of three or four years. It's, um, I've, I mean, I'll be open. I've I've been on edge of bankruptcy once. Um, yeah. Through various things, through a split and what have you. And, 
I think it got down to one point. I think it went, uh, I don't know if it was it last year. It got down to one point. I was down to my last 500 quid. And I yeah. think when I had blokes work for me some weeks, I mean, you don't tell them your struggles, but some weeks I paid them on credit card. Yeah. Because I remember Paper Trail with 10 weeks of getting paid. Um, one bank, I think I've spoke about it before, one bank holiday, um, Good Friday and that, and I'd paid everybody, paid all the tax. And I think I was sat there on my own. Obviously, I live on coast. It gets busy on a weekend. I sat at home for four days, no to do, because I had five quid left in my pocket. Yeah. I thought this is shit, but people that work for you, they don't see that and they don't appreciate no. that, you know. And it's no. it, it, it is hard when you're having to borrow money or on a Thursday night thinking, right, I need to pay everyone tomorrow. How am I going to do that? Because nobody's paid yet. You know, that was the issue with me at Christmas. To be honest, um, I was away in Portugal, and uh, I was literally bombarding all the people emails for payments. Yeah, sc- scrabbling for money Christmas to get it all in. Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to pay the boys um, on Christmas Eve and yeah. literally all come in on that night. Yeah. And it was just that big weight lifted. I was like, oh, thank God. I'd, I'd, I can actually enjoy my Christmas now. <laughs> I don't miss that feeling at all. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying having people work for you is wrong, but just working for myself now, it's so much easier. Yeah. You, know, you can definitely just... manage things a lot easier. Yeah. Um, scheduling and money. Well, it's, it's it's like you're taking it's, care of everybody else first, which is fair enough to your staff, but it's sweating over it, thinking, oh, man, I need to pay them and nobody's paying. And you don't yeah. want to dog a customer because you don't want to say, I'm not going to use him in future. He's on me back all the time to get paid. Yeah. You know, so it's it's, it's finding a line, isn't it? Yeah. You know, but no, I definitely would say that's probably the hardest I'd, point. I would just say it's, to a customer, I've done your job, I want my money, apart from being yeah. blunt. Yeah. <laughs> And no one likes talking about money, really, do they? The well, again, uh... I was on about this to uh, somebody the other day. There's a massive stigma in this country with trades, tradespeople and money, talking yeah. about it, you know. I'm quite open. I went to look at a job, and it, it says oh, I've been quoted 200 quid. I says, well, I'll tell you now, I'll be three times that. And yeah. like, bloody hell, how much you charge? So I told him my day rate. I don't hide, no. Yeah. You know, and I think there's a big stigma with here, you know, of talking about money, but... And I find the more they've got, the more they hang on to it. Yeah. You know, and I just think, but yeah, it's, it's, it should be spoken about easier. But I think people are frightened to open up customers in case they're going to get ripped off. Yeah. You know. They, I think as well, like, like everyone sort of breaks down us as decorators. They feel like because they can do it, they can break our money down and go, cool, you're earning that much. But then if a carpenter or someone goes in they, yeah. and charges, say, I don't know, 250 a day, they won't even question it. Well, well, again, it's a conversation I had this week with a friend of mine because somebody tried bartering with him. And I think some of it's down to people plan some work on their house and they think, yeah, it's going to be five grand, but they don't have a contingency. So yeah. when the app's sparking and he says, oh, I mean, perfect example, we weren't planning low, but we had fuse board changed in hours last January. And you're like, oh, it'd be about five and a half, 600 quid, it'd be half a day's work. Three days later, 1100 quid which to be fair it it, it it did a full list of what he'd done and it was like when i was upstairs and he was showing me on lives across road he was showing me oh there's there's no earth on that ring this it being it basically rewired and luckily we yeah. didn't have any other work planned so we just <clears> paid for that but if you've got a budget yeah all other trades are first a bit time it gets to decorator exactly yeah budgets whittled down so they're trying to barter here all the time you look at them they have them 
200, 300,000 pound extensions and then they go and decorate it themselves, don't they? Yeah. Destroy it. Yeah. I, I remember <laughs> one of them, uh, one of my customers, she had some Sanderson's wallpaper, it was a feature wall on a little staircase in a cottage. It was about three rolls. And I said to her, I'm not saying name. I'll say, you want, need, this needs lining. Oh, walls are all right. Don't, don't bother. I says, yeah, but you spent a lot of money on this wallpaper. Shrubbing an hour and in end. I said, look, I've got some lining paper. I'll provide it. I'll just charge you 50 quid for throwing it on. I think I called on my way home one night, about an hour and a half, because it was all this straightforward, put, putting these yeah. rolls on. I don't even think it was three rolls. It might have been two. And I put them on. And then when I was there doing papering, she come in with a cup of tea. She says, oh, do you like my light fitting? She had this statement piece real night. you like my light fitter? She says, yeah. She says, oh, it worked bad. Only, it was only 300 quid at next. And oh, I thought, God. and you're raggling over 50 <laughs> quid for blooming lining paper. People have just got the power. That's the thing, isn't it? People's priorities. Yeah. They don't mind spending hundreds on that sort of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so that would, you said that's your lowest point where you've, you've uh, we yeah, tax bills yeah. coming in and that. Money issues, yeah, definitely. Yeah. They ought, they ought to, I've oh. said it before many podcasts, they ought, they ought to teach it at college. Yeah. How, how to do yeah. the business and how to run it as well. Well, you, I mean, like one of them podcasts that you recommended, like the, the business brush, like it's so nice to hear people like that in America, like how smart they are with business. Yeah. Like they, they know it right from school. And really, we don't know a thing, do we? When we come out of school, it's just yeah, it's get just, on with it. It's just, I mean, you, you ask a lot of people how much they've earned last year and they'll say, oh, 60 grand. No, that's what yeah. money you're coming in. But when you break it down, time you've had running about and your fuel and that they've probably earned 30 grand if that but they think i've earned 60 grand because yeah we're we're not taught properly no you know there's there's profit and there's you know income there's a difference yeah but uh, even right down to i scared a friend of my scared a friend of mine other day because i said you've got to be tax digital by 2024 like what yeah i says that's why i'm doing quickbooks now (laughs) and you're like yeah all oh, right, I didn't know that because we don't know now. We just go and do his no. job, you know. But it's uh, it's coming. It's it's all going to be hooked up together so they know what you're getting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, you're not going to get away with anything now. <laughs> I've just I've just actually booked uh, talking to QuickBooks. I've just actually booked an hours, uh, sort of Zoom meeting, whatever tutorial. Oh yeah. With that, I think I did I send you a link to that chap that I use on. Yeah, you YouTube. did. Yeah, you sent me some YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've just booked an hour with him because uh, yeah. he reckons he can teach me in an hour for what I need to do. I'm hoping to get him on a podcast at some point to chat about the tax digital and what's required and stuff. Cause I think it'd be pretty handy. Yeah, yeah. Because it's it's really simple, but at the same time, there's a couple of things sometimes with them softwares that you know when you're so used to doing something your own way and yeah. then you try something else you're just like oh i can't be bothered with this and then yeah. you give up <laughs> well i watched this 18 minute one and it, it basically near enough had me up and running there's just a few little things i'm a bit unsure of it's, it's moving money between accounts that i'm unsure of how you categorize it but other than that i'm all yeah. right you know and it's it, it does make it hell of a lot easier you know in simple layman's terms yeah uh, but i just thought i'll book an hour and pay for that and Get it learned, so I'm ready for 2024, and I'm yeah. up and running and a bit more streamlined, ready to go. God, you're streamlined as it is, isn't you? <laughs> Even more. Uh, every, every, everyone thinks I. Everyone thinks and perceives I am. I am. I'm about 
75 percent there but my goal is to be about 85 90 percent there I'll, I'll admit right uh, my systems yeah they're in place but my accounts are shit <laughs> not not the record but it gets to end it year and i'm always i'm always like three days before the deadline and you'll be year. able to do your tax return for a year in advance you're that far ahead of you <laughs> <laughs> I'll still have an accountant. I learnt my lesson there when I got stung by a tax bill years ago. Uh, I got I got investigated for tax evasion. So I'm, right, uh, yeah, it's, I've talked about it before. It's uh, it weren't the best of times. Probably one of my worst points. Uh, yeah, I just yeah. have an accountant now for what he charges. It, it saves me ten times that. You know, it's it's a no brainer. Yeah, I wouldn't even dream of doing it myself. I just feel at least if you've got your accountant, it's. You feel you're pretty safe. It's then. your fault, not mine. <laughs> exactly. Put it, put it on someone else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Accountability. <laughs> yeah. So, so on the opposite end of that, then, what's been the highest highest point? Um, I mean, probably, probably now, I suppose. Like, I f- I feel like people are kind of recognising us as a company yeah. for what we do in the area. Um, hearing some nice things from people I don't even know, um, saying sort of like, oh, we want you to do our decorating next time round." It's it's just nice. It's nice to hear yeah. these things. Um, after, I suppose I've, although I've been self-employed for, probably, what fourteen years, it's probably only been four or five years where I've actually took it seriously. Yeah, and I, I feel now it's actually Paying having off. that turn, and yeah. I feel like it's yeah, yeah, cool, getting recognised a bit. <laughs> So what? So what? Obviously, you've, you've touched on your tax and says uh, it was a bit shit when you got your bill. Is is the you you wish you could improve on other than that? Um, yeah, I'd, I wish my um, scheduling was a lot better. <laughs> to be honest, uh, it's it's one of them things. You book your dates up and you get your diary organised, and then two weeks later, it all seems to just have a flip. All turns and, to shit. <laughs> yeah. And you get all the emails, like, I must admit, I'm not great at giving dates. I find it hard to give dates. Is, so, is it when you say hard to give dates, you mean you don't like to give dates or you just... Eh, I fa- suppose it's a bit of both, isn't it? Because if it's a job you really, really want to do, you make it work, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> if it's the jobs that you you kind of, you're happy to fit in somewhere, you just give them a, oh, I'll do it in September, say. Yeah, um, well, I've, I've started getting yeah. a bit brief with it. Rather than saying like third of August, I'll set week commencing third of August, so it gives you a bit of yeah. bit of slack. But I'm, I'm just looking at an app because uh, I'm onto Joyce. But I'm looking at another quoting app, and it's it's got some automation in it. And I'm thinking this is a good idea because it's got one as, as shit and cop out as it is. It's got one if you're running a bit late, you can go on it, and it'll send customer notification. So it, right. t- it takes away that when you go up in the morning, I think, oh, yeah. shit, I've got to ring them. <laughs> you ain't got that awkward, yeah, you ain't got that awkward phone call. So, sorry, Mrs. Button, Jones, I'm running about three <laughs> days behind and you're blaming it on weather and you're working inside. Yeah. <laughs> we had a day of rain yesterday, so I'm a day behind and you think, really, I'm in, in, in Mrs. Jones's front room and she put a couple of add-ons on. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it, it, it does that for That's you in automation, is, so I'm thinking, is that worth a lot? You know, because it just takes away that sort of thing. That's the problem. You only need a couple of add-ons as well, don't you? And the yeah. jobs just go back. And I know really you should go, oh, no, I'm going to have to come back and do that another time. But It d- depends what it is. It if it's a day sometimes, I mean, I'm guilty of that. I've, you know, on the, 
Can you do this thing? It's going to take me a day to come back and do it, or I can do it while I'm here and it's half a day, but it's going to put me half a day behind. I worked yeah. last Saturday because of that. I broke my own rule yeah. and worked a Saturday, so I ain't perfect because no. I did a couple of extras on the job while I was there and it put me behind. It was half a day, but it put me behind a day, so I went in Saturday to do a door on another job. You know, another thing. Yeah. I don't want to get into habit of working weekends. I know, it's so easily done, isn't it? Yeah. I'll, um, I'll just do this one. I'll just do the next one. Yeah. It'll get me back on track, and then it just gets an end of cycle, doesn't it? Yeah, that's but the problem. I'd, it's I'd, not I'd, worth the hassle for me, to be honest. I'd get told off too much from Inish if I worked too well, many weekends. <laughs> we, we have a rule in our house. Um, if I work Saturday, it goes in holiday pot. And yeah. that, that was my rule. You know, it's a bit of a yeah. compromise. You know, everybody wins it's because it's taking time away from my family, but I'm putting it back in. Yeah. You know, if, if I do a Saturday and it's well paid, like a UPVC door, it just goes in holiday pot or summit for us. I see a lot of people doing it. It's just. And, uh, let's be fair, yeah. there's no filling on them. <laughs> no. <laughs> Minimal work, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That uh, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But uh, yeah, back, back to systems I've, and, and the doors. Yeah. I did 10 last year and it's paid for yeah. a trip to Ibiza in three weeks. Yeah. So it, it, it just banked it all and roughed off to a beta, but it's, um, yeah, yeah it's the Saturday nice, thing it? is, is one of my pay. Like say holiday funds. Yeah, it, it goes in a pot, you know, and we met most of it, but it's it's just yeah. like you said, when, when jobs run over, it gets frustrated and customers think, oh, yeah. you can just do that wire in. If it's a good customer, you don't like to say no, dear. No, 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 definitely not. You know, although it's, like, oh. it's one of them things, isn't it? You the, the saying no. That's what I need to learn a lot more of as well. <laughs> the, it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's sometimes it's how do you approach it, you know? Yeah. But again, this app it, I've looked at is it's not so much saying no when a customer asks you for extras, but you can come home and quote it, and then you think these these are being a pain in ass and throwing up red flags before you even do it. It's all yeah. done by a copywriter in this app, and I'm just looking, thinking, shall I sign up for it? And I keep looking. Uh, and it's got this bit where if you don't want to do the job, it's a nicely worded thing that's been done by a copywriter, but saying it's not a fit for you, and you hit the button, and it sends them an email to let them know. Oh, what, so after you've looked at it and you think, oh, no, that's not for me? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, you just tick this button. you have to it'll, send me that. <laughs> it'll, it'll send them an email saying, this isn't for me, yeah. you know, but in a polite, nicely worded way. Yeah, you know, and it's just think, so, yeah. I don't know if you do, but I'm trying to sort of break that down. When you get the um, inquiries, you sort yeah. of send the email back saying like, "What the job is, where the address is." And it sounds yeah. bad. You Google map the house, see what it's like. Yeah, there. yeah. You're 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 pre-qualifying your customers as much as they're pre-qualifying yeah. you. Which I got yeah. as shit as it is. I hope none of my are listening to this. I Google my customers. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, exactly the same. Yeah, or, or even do a little Facebook search. And if yeah. they've been on local, we have, we have a local page called Auntie Rant and Info. Yeah. And if they've been on there whinging about tradesmen and you have a look and think, oh, they're one of them that's just a, a, a professional complainer, mm, I yeah. don't want to work for them. Do you want to work for them? Yeah, because yeah. you, you're going to go and paint something and they're going to blame you for electric fire not working or, you know, you're going to get blamed for everything. So I just think, oh, yeah. stay clear of them. Yeah, yeah. It's always something got to do. Yeah, so it's, you know, it feels a bit judgmental sometimes, but you do need to try and be like that because it's just wasting your evenings. The amount of times you go and look at stuff, it takes an hour, hour and a half, and you're walking around and you're just walking around thinking, "I'm not going to price this." I, I hate, I hate <laughs> judgmental, but we're all guilty of it. 
yeah. one way or other. We all it's just easier to admit we're all guilty of it. You know, we all judge yeah. stuff, looks, you know. Yeah. You've got to, you've always, everybody's been to the house and thought these aren't gonna pay my prices. Yeah. And then you get you you, you drop and quote and they accept it, you think, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. Straight away. Yeah. <laughs> Appearances are deceptive, aren't they? They are sometimes, yeah, they really are. Yeah. Do you think it's ever down to? I, I, I talk a lot to. Well, I talk a lot anyway. But I was talking to a customer this week. You know, we're having an open on this conversation about money. And I says, I says, in my head, what it boils down to, he's asked me to do a job, and he's got a budget of seven hundred quid. If I go and look at, say, I'm doing his front room, his budget's seven hundred quid. If I go and look at job, and there's a, a good vibe between as we get on. And he thinks this bloke knows what he's doing. He comes across well, he's professional. And then I'll put my price in, it's around about the 700. I think you're going to get the job. But I think people have got a target price in the red, and that's the problem. Yeah. You know, and but then if you say to someone, yeah, like, what's your target price? They're not going to tell you, sort of thing. Like, I'd, I'd, I've, I've, I've got this thing about this. I'd, I don't <laughs> think they'll tell you because if they saw 700 quid, they're frightened to death you're going to come in at £699.99, even if job, you could do it for four. Yeah. But my brother in law does kitchens. And he clears a lot of shit out of the way. It's basically like snow ploughing. He clears, as soon as they ring up, he'll say, right, what's your budget? And they'll say, oh, six grand. He'll say, well, our kitchen start from eight. Yeah. And he says, I don't even have to bother driving out to go and look at it then because it just gets rid of them because they've got a low expectation before I even start. Yeah. You know, and it works for him, but I don't know if it would work in hours. No, I don't know if it would. Yeah, be nice to find out. Might worth a try. Yeah, because, yeah. like, yeah, I mean, amount of times... I don't know, say you look at hall stairs and land and you think, oh, that'll be £2,000 just for an example. Yeah. And uh, you go, what's their budget? They're probably thinking like 800 quid. Yeah. They're probably thinking and then you have to, you someone's going to come in. and You have to explain to them, well, it's, it's the room on the house, in, in essence, yeah. that's got the most doors in it. Yeah. Because you, you've got 14 door sides, you've got a run of spindles, you've got a hell of a lot yeah. of woodwork on it. Yeah. But it's, it's back to that one again, when you've got a customer and they think, why is the deer? Do you, do you get fed up of trying to educate customers? Yeah, you do a bit. Um, yeah. I think it's it's changed actually a bit in the last eighteen months. I think people are sort of coming to us and expecting to be quite expensive from the start. Yeah, <laughs> and they sort of think, well, not necessarily expensive, like I'm ripping them off. But, you know, I mean, to do the good, a good job, you need to pay for the good job. You see. Yeah. So, um, and I, I find a lot of them now are just. I, I don't seem to have much what, what's it when you don't get the job the, the rates I yeah. seem a lot of the jobs I price I still get so yeah yeah. we're it's, supposed to do it what four out of every ten jobs otherwise you're too cheap if you're getting more yeah yeah um, but at the moment to be honest some of them are just saying well we want you to do it as long as the price isn't expensive it's yeah. fine yeah but what's expensive like, what's expensive <laughs> for them yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although, yeah. thankfully, living around Cambridge area, there's quite a bit of money. So I, okay. I want the fence in my front garden as long as Jamie's not expensive, but my expensive and his expensive <laughs> are different things. You know, he, he knows yeah. price of wood, I don't. <laughs> you know, I, I might think, oh, it's only going to cost 800 quid in materials. He might come back and say, well, actually, it's yeah. gone up. Like your paint has, it's gone up. It's 1,600 quid for yeah. your stuff now. Oh, God. But uh, there's the, the old business side of it, there's loads. I've, I've often thought, more so in the last couple of months, is there any way I could have something so when, a, when you send it with a thing, you could say, in a, in a polite way, yes, I'm not the cheapest, but 
this yeah. is why you're paying this much for me. You know, yeah. if if they're not social media savvy, yeah, it it help. But if they're social media savvy, they can go on the Instagram and think, well, he's got all the latest gear. He does a real nice job. That's why he's charging for it. Yeah, you know. They, well, I think as well. Like, I mean, some of the painters you potentially price against. I mean, they're still quite dinosaurs with how they price and things. You know, like yeah. <laughs> so, it's very basic. And I think just having a proper quote wrote out with all the details on it, um, you instantly look more professional, and that looks yeah more mo- more money then straight away. They feel more confident with you. I, I always um, remember one be about what three years ago. I went to look at it, and I ended up doing a job. Uh, I looked round house, and the bloke had written it on back of a fag packet that he'd ripped off price. <laughs> I can't well, I can't remember the name now. I know where it is. It's Cliff Terrace. And uh, <laughs> we, we got chatting when they were there, and she was, you know, we, she was a really good customer, made plenty of drinks. Her, her husband's a real nice bloke as well. I'd see him for like five minutes in the morning, then he'd be off on his push bike to work. So he worked local in an office. And I was chatting to her, and she's, she'd come in, she'd doing night shifts in her, her mental home. And she'd come in, she'd go to bed and go up three or four hours later, and she'd make a brew and we'd chat. And she was saying, oh, this one bloke come who brought, wrote it on a fag packet, wanted to know whether he'd got a job there and then. And she says, I just got a bad vibe. She says, and when I'm coming in and going to bed for three or four hours after a night shift and my husband's at work, I want to feel comfortable in my own house. Yeah. I thought, I suppose from a customer's point of view, it can be quite scary. Yeah. Well, they're, they're trusting you in the house with yeah. all their personal belongings, aren't they? Well, that's it. More so yeah. if they go out and leave your key. But if, they're, if, if it's... If it's an housewife on her own and she's got some strange bloke in her yeah. house, you just think it must be quite daunting for some people. Yeah, definitely. You know, and you get them that aren't used to having people about as well. Yeah. So some customers just go out, oh, there's Key, just lock up when it, one hour out last week. She left me a message, Key's in Rosebush, help yourself to drinks. And then she yeah. she, she was in and out, she was mobile care, and she come back and says, oh, I'm off back out, just locked on, drop Key through when you're done. See you tomorrow. You know, some are yeah. carefree like that, but some, one I'm on this week, don't even make you a cup of tea. You know yeah. what I mean? They the go out and don't Criminal, even leave, your, don't even leave your key. So if, you, if you're <laughs> desperate for Lou, you're buggered. You know yeah. I mean? <laughs> but they're all different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, next one's subjective. We veered off a bit down the rabbit hole there. Next one's subjective. That's ah, all right. Fine. It's what it's all about. <laughs> when, when did you realise you've made it or... Have you made it? Uh, um, well, I definitely haven't. <laughs> um, but I think like a, a couple of the uh, builders that I'm working for now in Cambridge, they're doing some like multi-million pound houses, like brand new houses. And it, it does feel quite special that you're the one that's getting to do it. Yeah. You know? Putting um, your stamp on it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like They're, they're trusting you to, to do it. Um, I'm happy with that, um, but made it wise, I don't know. I don't know if I ever will. It's, uh, what, what is making it? It's what I mean. Yeah, it's everyone's different thing. perceptions. Man, man's uh, having an healthy work-life balance and having a comfortable yeah. life. The days of wanting shitloads of money and shitloads of blokes work for me longer. Yeah, I think that is right. You want the work-life balance. I'd love to sort of have a lot more time where um, us as a family can go out and like enjoy our weekends and not have yeah. to worry about work like you say have a friday off or yeah maybe go down to three day week and uh just have a day pricing and a day off that'd be lovely like 
Yeah. But I'm certainly not at that stage yet. Don't, I think if I was, it would be yeah. it'd make me feel like I'd made it, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so, so where do you see yourself and Saxby decorating in five or ten years? Do you see it ever getting to three day weeks or what have you? Hopefully. Um I'd I'd like to think maybe get I mean it's a bit scary with next year, I suppose, but potentially getting maybe another couple of guys so I can have two teams yeah. that can do the smaller jobs and they can also manage the big jobs and I'll just Flow come in out. and yeah do do the do the final nice stuff <laughs> come come I, I used to work for a boat and he'd yeah. come flouncing in in clean whites so you think you've yeah. got clean clothes on under that we know we ain't stupid you know like he'd be <laughs> hard at it and they're like immaculate whites he'd just come flouncing in now then lads how's it going and it were friday thing yeah you haven't even been to work today <laughs> I, it used to be a guy that went up the pub um that we used to drink in. He he literally used to go home. We reckon got changed into his work gear, put a pair of ruggers on and a, <laughs> and a, his work t shirt, and come up the pub. We were like, you clearly haven't worked all day. You've just gone and put your work gear on and made out you did. <laughs> I, I tried the four day week at the beginning of this year, and I couldn't get into it. Yeah, I think I lasted yeah. a month, but well, I think technically, I think it was five week. And yeah, it's shit to admit, but I got bored. Yeah. I, I went back to work because I was bored on a Friday because if other half at work or as snobby as it sounds, I got fed up of going out for dinner. You know, it weren't. Yeah. It it came a point where it wasn't a treat. You know. It, yeah. You know, if kids were at home on a Sunday, we says, "Oh, should we have a takeaway?" But like, well, we had Indian last Friday. Well, back Chinese? No, that what one before. <laughs> I think it worked out one weekend. Went out for dinner. Dinner Friday with Mrs. I don't know if we went out Friday night with friends. Went out Saturday, did some shopping somewhere and ended up having dinner out. And then, oh, that right. Yeah, we'd done Friday. We'd had dinner out, been to cinema. Uh, went out. I mean, dust went floating about. Went out on Saturday, <laughs> had dinner, picked kids up, did movie night Saturday night like I normally do. And then on Sunday, uh, went out for a day with kids because it's like family day where we're all off together. We had fish and chips, and it was best part. Now, best fish and chips is best part of sixty quid for four of you. Jesus, you know it's it's, it's expensive up here for fish and chips. Yeah, because we're on coast, uh, and we worked it out. I think I think we'd done the same before. We'd been out Friday and Saturday. And I think in space of ten days, it cost us about three hundred quid. Yeah, you know, and I just thought it's getting to the point where it's not a treat. It's just becoming common practice, and we were both like. We that we had dry February. That's right. what we did. Instead of because we're not big drinkers, we had dry February. Where we didn't we didn't eat out or have a takeaway at any of February because we just thought it's it's getting to the point now where it's just getting a commonplace thing. And which yeah, it's yeah. nice, but it gets but you get sick of eating, don't you? Rich food, it's not a treat anymore. No. You know, so I just um, thought I'll I'll go back to work on a Friday. and That'll pay for luxuries like holidays and day vans and stuff yeah. like that. Days out. Yeah, I get that though, because I think I'd be the same doing four day weeks every week. Yeah. Um, I think I'd I'd struggle with not having a lot to do. I mean, unless you could make it. So, I mean, was your was your wife off when? Yeah, when you yeah, Donna, oh, yeah as, as a rule, Donna don't work a Friday. So, yeah. my logic was four ten hour shifts. It was Nick Slavic does it over in states. It was sort of similar to what they do four ten hour shifts. Friday yeah. off, I'd go up, go to gym, come back, see kids before they go to school, take kids to school, come back. Me and mum and dad have kids on a Friday night, so they could see kids, they spend time with them, and they bring them back Saturday tea. So, like, from dropping them off at school on a Friday yeah. to five o'clock on a Saturday, 
we were kid free, so you could go out for lunch, you know, nice weather, go out for lunch, got cinema to a, <laughs> sounds old, got cinema <laughs> to a bloody afternoon show, and he could still be back home seven o'clock, feet up on sofa with a cup of tea and watch crap on telly. Yeah. You know, I'd still get a good that, night's it's sleep. nice, isn't it? Yeah, it's, 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 it sounds idyllic, but yeah. I mean, a lot of people probably think, you fucking twat, what's wrong with you? But, yeah, <laughs> it, it gets it gets bore it gets boring because you run out of places to go and do because if yeah. you had like a week you could think oh go off for a week somewhere yeah but you've got eight days hours. so you can only you're only limited to a certain area and you know and you just think because ah, I I got bored and then my other fear was if I think right on a Thursday night I'm doing this I've got to go back Monday for an hour I'll just go in Saturday morning for an hour and then that. Uh, Friday morning for now, an and then the hour becomes three, and then another job it becomes yeah. four. So you're doing four ten-hour shifts and still doing eight hours on a Friday. So it's uh, I might, it might change. I might try it again at some other point when I'm there. I don't know. I might I might do it for a few times a year. Yeah, you know, just a month. A year, That's the thing. Even month, if it's not every week, if you could just do it like I don't know, two times a month instead of four. Yeah, it might be nice. Me. Yeah, now I, I can just have a random day off. I think I'd last Monday off. You know, I'll just, I'll yeah. just do that now. Or if it's a bank holiday, I'll work a bank holiday living on coast. It's easier, and then have a day off following week. You know, when it's yeah. quieter, traffic there's less traffic on the road. Yeah, but um, if, um, if 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 you were going back to the young Carl in snooker club, <laughs> and you, you could walk in Christmas Carol style or uh, Back to Future style, yeah. and have a word <laughs> with yourself, what would you be saying? Any advice you'd be giving yourself? Um probably maybe getting an understanding of uh business and costings first yeah if you were going to go uh into business for sure um but even before decorating i don't know maybe have just have a goal and go for it you know don't yeah. don't let anyone tell you otherwise if you think you want to do something do it yeah don't let all hold you that's what i'm trying to drill in my kids don't let all hold you back yeah. like i said pre-record they both got aspirations of travelling. I said, look, as shit as it'll be for me and your mum not seeing you, don't yeah. ever let anyone hold you back. If you want to go off and travel, go on to travel. There's shitloads of stuff you can see out there. There is, yeah. And it's, it's, it's such a good thing to do. It's something yeah. i done. Like, I went for a year um, when I was 25. Yeah. And it was just, it's just such a good life experience. It makes you grow up so much. Where, where did um, you go? Uh, so we've done a year in Australia. Um, I actually done three months in New Zealand as well. Yeah. Um, done a month in Bali. Nice. <laughs> a bit of Thailand. Yeah. yeah it, was, it seems to be a common theme, Australia, and then on to Thailand, doesn't it? Yeah. So what what sort of jobs did you do? I take it you worked. Did you work your way across or just bum it across? I worked in Australia and that was it. Yeah. Um, I've done some random jobs. So when I was younger, I always wanted to be a chef. Yeah. Um, it was always, I've That's always enjoyed I. cooking. That's started out as. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's funny, isn't it? A lot of painters yeah. seem to be a chef. The guy that I used to work with all the time, he was yeah. a chef once. Um, and yeah, I think it's just you fall into decorating instead. Yeah. The hours are better, aren't they? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was always something I wanted to do. So I thought I'd try that over there. So I'd done um, sort of kitchen hand in this five star um, restaurant on the Great Barrier Reef. It was on a little island. So I had to live on that. Like, had yeah. to, it makes it sound bad, but lived on that for five months. Nice. Um, <laughs> That that was good. Yeah. And I did actually do some painting um, in Sydney, and uh, it was it was good experience. Yeah. It was a bit weird. This guy ma- made his own colours. He like mixed his own paint. Nice. 
it, it was a bit strange but uh no it was a great experience got to go in some nice houses and that see how they do it over there i know uh, my personal trainer he did it it's only yeah. i think it's about 26 28 is josh and when i went first started with him he was, we were on about stuff and he, we, he followed me on socials and he was like i see you do a podcast i'm like oh yeah and he'd been wanting to do one for ages so yeah. while we were having personal training sessions, we were chatting and I sort of telling him, and he started his own now, and I listened to his. And I know he'd done Australia, but he he went across there and he he was uh, working on banana farms. Yeah, yeah. I've done that. <laughs> I've, I've, I've seen video where they basically, it's like they bag it up like a beehive, yeah. chop it down, it's on his shoulder and you're off with it, and he says it weighs yeah. a ton when you set off with it. Yeah, they're like 50 kilos. Yeah. Um. I, I worked on the well. They basically they carried the bananas over to the lorry, and then yeah. I just had to put them in an order, ready for when they got into the um, packing section. Yeah. So well, I just had to keep stacking them up. But honestly, you've never seen anything like it, like the bugs, and the, well, the rats, gonna, and the snakes say, that just drop out of these bags. Yeah, it's that's what I was. Crazy. I was just going to say. I bet you get some <laughs> random spiders. Yeah. But honestly, yeah. it's it's quite. He, speak, he speaks of a farm that seems to be popular that a lot of people went to work on over there when English went yeah. across. Yeah, on this podcast. Yeah, there's a place um, up near Cairns, um, I think it's Tully, yeah. something like that. That's that's where we all went. Yeah. And um, I also worked on a fish farm, like a barramundi fish farm oh, for a week. I can't stand fish. Well, <laughs> well, they're like this farmed fish and they put these two tractors either side of this lake and put this um, net right across and they just dragged this net all the way across the lake and mine and this other backpacker's job was to swim out to the middle of the lake and hold it above the water so the fish didn't jump over it. <laughs> so they're just dragging you along this lake and you got to the end and there was this little like four foot crocodile just in the corner and we were like, well, you're actually going to keep us in the water with that? And this obviously as they do they just jumped on the back cable tied its mouth just didn't think nothing of it yeah. and there's us shitting ourselves in the water <laughs> <laughs> all these fish beating us up <laughs> nah. good memories right. though life ex- like yeah. life experience isn't it oh definitely yeah it's, it's yeah. such a great place to to definitely go and and be yeah you know, if you can encourage your kids to do it it's something like as well like it opens your eyes up on jobs so like uh, where i went to school you didn't really you didn't really know anything about work apart from trades or going to university. Yeah. Um, but there weren't like the options that like when you go to Oz, you hear about jobs like marine biologists and like you could go and work for like a camera company doing filming yeah. like for the it's, sort it's, of that. I mean, ima- yeah, imagine I mean, when I were at school, but I mean, what, 40 years ago? Yeah. It was totally different. It, then man were a bit like Kez. Or Billy Ayer when I was at school. Just imagine that. That's school for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the thing is, though, if you knew about them jobs when you were younger, God, yeah. I'd 100% encourage you to go for it. That's yeah. like you say with your um, daughter with photography. You've yeah. got to encourage it, haven't you? Yeah. That's what I'd like to do if I was looking back on myself. Yeah. Open my mind on what you could do with work. Yeah, I, th- I think we come. sometimes we come out of school and then I don't know whether it's just our country, but we're just so narrow-minded about stuff. Yeah, you know, there's so many possibilities out there, isn't there? Yeah, there really is. Yeah. So we've touched on it before. We like QuickBooks, what have you? Are you a, are you a tech yeah. lover? Do you use any apps or programs that you can't live without? Um, pretty much my whole business runs from my MacBook. To be honest, uh, yeah. <laughs> I use Pages for most of my quotes. I use Numbers for most of my invoices. Like, 
uh, I just built a software a few years ago and I've just stuck with it and I really like it. Yeah. Um, obviously with it linking to your phone as well. Um, yeah, I'm pretty much an Apple lover, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in the fan um, club. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, probably too much. <laughs> uh, you actually got me on Starlin Bank and I love Starlin Bank. It's yeah. great. Like, it's, I was with HSBC for years and when you move to something like Starlin and realise how much more it can offer you, yeah. it's it's great. So have, I do have, like have that. Have you got as the well. business and the personal, or just the business? Just the business. Yeah. But I think I'm going to move my personal as well. To be honest, we, I, I um, moved my business, then I moved my personal, and then Donna moved her personal, and then we have a joint as well. But yeah, they, they brought this feature out on personal. I wish they'd bring it out on business. Open. They do at some point. You know, you've got your spaces. Yeah. If say in your personal, say you've got Admiral Insurance. My own insurance is with Admiral. And your payment, I think mine's nine ninety a month. I don't mind telling people that. You can in your spaces, you can name it Admiral, and you can so like you've got eight hundred quid to pay the bills at the beginning of the month. You could put nine ninety in Admiral, twelve quid in Churchill, fourteen quid in that, and you can set it so your direct debit goes out that space. Oh, nice! So you pay that bill out yeah. that space called Admiral. So you just begin it month, plonk all your money in, split it into your spaces: EE Mobile, BT. Tesco, yeah. whatever, say you pay something regular at Tesco. You just pay the space and you can set it so you go into that space, manage it, and you can pick the direct debit to go out of it. Yeah. And I just wish to do that with business side of it. It'd yeah, it's, it so, it's so um, it, it makes you so much more like understandable with your understanding with your money, like you having it visually in front of you like that. Yeah. Like it's it's just yeah, it's great how it works. It really is. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, and, and you can even snap your receipts and stuff on it. You know, it's it's, it's kind of like I don't know whether that works for people that don't have QuickBooks, but it's, you can I've got snap it, your receipts as you go. I don't, I don't use it. Um, well, well, I do and I don't. It does it, but I've never actually used it in place of QuickBooks because I've been with Starling a while. When it first came out, I was one of the beat testers for it. Okay. So now I've got that service for five years free of charge. Oh, nice. So, but to be honest, I've never used it. I just stick with QuickBooks. Um, yeah. And then, like I said, I use QuickBooks and I use Joist. And Joist good for invoicing and quotes. But there's a few little things it doesn't do that I'd like it to do. And then I've been looking at this other one uh, that I'll probably speak about if I sign up for it. Um, and that's got more going for it. It's about five quid a month more than Joist, but it's got more positives going for it. And I spoke yeah. to a bloke that's doing it. And I said, we we had a, we did a video call, we had a chat, and I says, it'd be nice if you could do this, this, and this. He says, they're brilliant ideas. They're something we could integrate into it to improve it as we go. You know, yeah. if somebody pays, my, my big bugbear with Joyce is our tech deposits. So you send your quote, and somebody approves it. So you then send them an invoice for the deposit, say it's 25% of a grand. They pay that. It'd be nice to have a button where you could just click it and you send them a receipt. Because otherwise, I still have to do an art copy of receipt. But if you could hit a button, send a receipt for what they've paid. Right, yeah. And then when you get to end at job, you generate, you press a button, it generates an invoice from that quote. It doesn't knock the deposit off. You have to put the deposit as a discount. Right. And as I think if it, if it had already tallied up that integrated that they've paid a deposit and you've sent a receipt... Then it comes yeah. about a thousand pound less previous deposit two fifty total balance. You would have thought it could do that, couldn't you? Yeah. Um, 
because it's kind of like the job, isn't it? So yeah, it, it should register what you've already been yeah. paid for. That. But I've, I've said to my customers, when you get the invoice, the discount is your deposit you've already paid. So I have to tell them that and then send them an invoice, manually put the discount in, mm. which it's not a massive thing, but it's just automation. If you just clicked, clicked it, paid a deposit, paid this, it pings a receipt to them. You know, yeah. the the one I'm looking at, when you send a quote out, if they ex- approve and accept it, as soon as they've approved and accept it, it just pings an invoice straight back for the deposit. Okay. All it needs to do then is then when you've received the deposit, you tweet a button and then it'd ping back a, a receipt. That's a little yeah. tweak it could do with, which I've spoke to them about, and this says, yeah, we could look at doing that. That's probably easy for them to do as well. You just need people to tell them, don't they? Well, that's it. People that are doing it's bread and butter stuff to them, isn't it? You know, yeah. it's it's what they do. It's probably our bit of code. They want it? people like you putting an input in anyway, don't they? Yeah, because it that's the sort of thing that could put someone off. So yeah, well, that's it. They're, they're wanting a few. It's it's they're wanting a few on board, like yeah. on a round table as such, to give them input and ideas like that. What they could do. So mm. I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm. I'm ninety five percent there. I'm just thinking, yeah. <laughs> just haven't fi- haven't signed up yet. <laughs> yeah, not rushing into it. And I didn't bother this week because I've had a bit of an hectic week. But I'm, I'll probably get it sorted next week. And, I've, and and my plan is is just to run it for three months outside of QuickBooks and stick with uh, sorry outside of Joist and still use Joist for the next three months while I tweak this other one and have a look what's available for it. I thought I can afford to give it three to six months of paying for it, you know, and just see yeah. if it's any better for systems and automating stuff make it yeah. easier so so you're an apple fanboy yeah massively yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, thing is, the only it, thing i haven't jumped to yet is the apple watch i, I can't get my head around that i still it, can't in what way it's, it's uh, good and it's bad if, when you want to wear a nice watch it's a bit of a pain i went on holiday and didn't even bother taking my apple watch i just put my regular watch on yeah but it's, it's don't go around with two watches then. <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 handy at work when you're up a ladder and somebody rings. You can just briefly look at your watch. Say, oh, I'll leave it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Especially if you got it set on your you do not disturb stuff. Trouble is, I don't answer my phone very often either. That's so that's not a good thing either. <laughs> so, are you uh, are you a book lover at all? Um, no, I wouldn't say I read, but I do listen to like audiobooks yeah. and podcasts in general um yeah. i've never really sat down and read a book i, I tend to read two pages and forget what i've read that's yeah. the problem <laughs> uh, um, i've heard something this week that says that's a sign of uh, adhd yeah, yeah it might well be I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd, 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 i have space i was on holiday smash two books and then i can come back sit tonight read three pages of a book get to end at first page and after reread it because i forgot what he even said yeah you know and it's the same with podcasts sometimes where yeah. you watch us andy you just take that 30 sec- seconds back yeah yeah you that's know. where i need the watch to be fair so it's yeah. so getting out of your pocket and keep well, going back as, as lazy as but, i am i've had uh i've had my radio on at work that you know the uh, bluetooth radio on with music on because customers yeah. not there they am outside i've had it on and you've got your yeah. phone playing you can just skip your songs on your watch. Yeah. Oh, it's mint. <laughs> Properly. <laughs> don't like a song, skip it. <laughs> You're selling it to me now. <laughs> get, get, get it on your mobile phone bill and claim it off your tax. Yeah, well, I'm due a new contract soon, so I might have to. <laughs> it's, all, it's all tax claimable. 
<laughs> so is, is there any podcast you can uh, recommend then um i mean i suppose some of the audio i, I like quite a lot of history stuff when yeah. i listen to audiobooks um i mean i know it's a uh, fictional based on fact but like the tattooist of Auschwitz, that was a good book yeah um that was a, a good listen um and then i'm listening to i've actually just started one this week called marching powder um don't know if you've heard of that so i've heard of marching powder but not the book <laughs> no it's about that <laughs> it's about an english guy called thomas mcfadden who's in um san pedro bolivian jail yeah san pedro um yeah, it's sort of like a diary of him, like how he got in there and his days in there and how corrupt it is. Yeah. Um, it, all spoken by himself. Yeah, it's quite... Um, I, I once had a bloke work with me about... be about 10 years ago, a real nice bloke, and I know him from Port Cabin Industry, I'll not say his name, but he was <laughs> working... He'd had ice clearance on embassies. He was working in embassies, putting stooling walls up and decorating. And his last right. stint was in Colombia. Right. And him and three others got, and I don't know what it's for, I can only imagine, but him and three others got escorted from country. Oh, no he's way. not allowed yeah. back in, lost his clearance, so now he's back here doing port cabins. Oh, God. Back <laughs> but, to reality. <laughs> yeah, but he just put two and two together, Colombia. Um, yeah. Road it traffic seems to be act- that way. Road traffic accident <laughs> and escorted from country. Put on the yeah. plane. <laughs> but sorry, God, go it's on. a different world over there. It's so, um, yeah, it's so corrupt, isn't it? It's from when you listen to all these, uh, like I don't know if you have you ever listened to the Noiser podcasts, no, like, on um, Spotify. They're um, like they do loads on like cartel leaders. Yeah, um, that's good. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Listen, I'm, I must amazing, admit, like, I was sold. I know it's some it's fact based. Some in I was sold on the um, narcos. Yeah. They were brilliant series, they were. Yeah, I never watched that. Yeah. That's on Netflix, isn't it? Or, yeah. 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 Yeah, we haven't got Netflix, but yeah, I definitely think I'd like it because that's a lot of the stuff I listen to anyway. Yeah. It's uh, Well, it's, uh, it's sort and, of based on what they know and then they've obviously filled blanks in, so it's not 100% yeah. accurate, but they use some footage from actual times. Right. You know what I mean, in it? And you just think, what? Where's what, like. Um, I'll stand to be correct. It's about six richest man in world at one point. Yeah, you know, I think Jesus, and it came from a taxi nuts, driver at six richest man in world. As hope for us yet. <laughs> well, there's that film coming out now as well, isn't there? With um, who's playing it? Tom Cruise. He's playing that Barry Seal, the American uh, uh, Navy. Oh, what was he? He was like a pilot, um, but he was doing all the drug smuggling for um. There's, there's one out with Tom Cruise where he does fly the plane that's already out, isn't there? Is that the one you're thinking of? It's been yeah, out I a think that's the one it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I that's based on that, I listened story, to the documentary it? on Barry Seal. Yeah, God, yeah. he got away with some stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he ended up didn't he end up working for FBI or whatever. Yeah, to pay off yeah. his debt because it just to get out of going in prison. Yeah, yeah. It's what well Jordan Belfort did it didn't he in Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the, the old. <laughs> what's the other one we'd be watching? Ozark. Okay, I'm yeah. seen that. Yeah, that's that's just yeah. ended a uh, similar sort of thing. But um... Um, but no other ones. I mean, it, there's one on Audible that got me into podcasts actually called Evil as a Name. It's about um, sort of um, it's the East Area rapist in America, like yeah. and how he got away with things. It was from the 1970s, and. Uh, 
they didn't actually catch him till 2018. And um, that was all because back in that day, they saved one bit of um, DNA from him. Yeah, and when DNA got advanced. better from all the ancestry DNAs, they managed to narrow him down and yeah. catch him. Like, it, that was a good podcast. It was yeah. interesting to learn about how DNA actually works, you know, yeah. and how they recommend everyone should get their ancestry DNA kits. Ah, like, I've, some I've never done. I think Scott did it, but I, I, some, yeah. not something I'd ever done. But yeah, we've we done ours um, the other year. <laughs> I'm, uh, as you can probably tell, I've got quite a bit of a. Uh, Norwegian in me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the big ginger beard. <laughs> yeah, it gives it away a bit, a bit of a Viking yeah. sort of thing going on. Yeah, yeah, man's. Uh, <laughs> I, I shaved mine real short when I come back off holiday because it was. I yeah. mean, it was it was nowhere near yours. It was good inch for so long. Yeah, I, I get to a point and I get sick of curly bits poking out, so I trim them of and then I ended up trim it lot. Uh, yeah. But I shaved it short when I come back off holiday. I've noticed when it's going back, I've got a massive white patch there. Oh yeah, it, it was a bit salt and peppery, <laughs> but that it was grey. But it's, it's come back. It's like a it looks like I've got a big white splash on my chin. <laughs> got to blame the sun. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm just leaving it to grow a bit wild again, and then just go and have it trimmed. Yeah, but it just uh, I don't know. I can't do mine myself. I'll yeah. end up with nothing left. <laughs> it, I went to one local, and they charged me thirty quid. Yeah, God. Yeah, like, geez. Jesus. Nipped at Turkish barbers, other other end, it's bumming nine quid. Yeah, everyone comes out looking the same from there, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All with pointy beard. <laughs> yeah. Can't do my hair, though, can they? Can't vote with that. <laughs> I normally go and attack the little lad, to be fair. I normally take him and I go myself. Yeah. You know, it's uh, in and out. But there's, there's yeah. only one that does it any good in there. Right. And yeah, I, there's a I, massive queue for him, and everyone else is standing there waiting. <laughs> no, it's there's never a massive queue. It's just it's not always on, right? You know, the other one does it, and I've come out and it's not been symmetrical before, and I've had to go back. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, I, I don't. To be honest, I don't think all of them are barbers. No, <laughs> there, there can't be that many, can there? Surely, I think they just learned doing the mates growing up, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we, when we've just come back from there, we were take, talking to bus driver and he, he was telling us he's got a barber shop in Kent. I'm thinking, what are you doing driving a bus in Turkey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they all just class themselves as a barber. I've got yeah. a razor, I'm a barber. <laughs> so, so what's best advice you can give for selling yourself that sets you apart from others? Um... I mean, you don't, don't want to get too really, much away because you, you, you might nah. have uh, Matt listening. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't give too much away. Um, to be honest, I don't really know. Um, I think I spent quite a bit of time learning about how to get the best out of social medias and um, Google my business more than anything. Yeah. Um, I felt, and learning how to take quite good pictures instead yeah. of just taking, like, any picture. Yeah. Try and take more time to get a good picture, yeah. Um, and really sell yourself by that, it's, even it's, if it only it's, shows it's, minimal amount. If you're decorating, yeah, it's, it's easy just kind to of selling the dream instead. Yeah, you know, I, I try and give myself half hour end of every job now to take pictures and just make a yeah. brew, take a bit of time yeah. and think about it. Yeah. yeah so I feel, yeah, maybe that that side of it, and I think, I think I don't know. I feel people trust us. Like we're we're quite. We're quite nice, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I think people trust us in their house and trust us to do the job right. I feel, uh, I suppose, fairly knowledgeable in the job. 
Yeah. So yeah, I think that's, that's what a lot of customers say. looking for when they turn up. If you show you're enthusiastic and you've got a knowledge of products, I think it's a, it's a good yeah. selling point. Yeah. You know, this bloke knows what he's on about. He's not just coming and whapping some vinyl mat on. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, in in that direction, where do you see the trade heading? Um, I think it's going to be a lot more split. Um, I do think there's going to be your standard decorators that will just go yeah. in and smash it out, and then I think there'll be a massive divide to then the decorators that are trying to do a good job. Yeah. Um, I don't see it splitting to be in spray and painting. I think there'll always be yeah, room for both. Can't spray everything. Um, no, but yeah. I do think it's going to be a lot more specialist for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think customers now they're they're um, a lot more people are they know what they're looking for. Yeah, switched like, on, aren't they? Educated. Yeah, yeah. Because um, they can watch you on social media. They can watch. They can do a bit of research and look on Instagram and see what a topper class, yeah. upper class decorator should be doing. Yeah. No, exactly. So they're they're a lot more picky now, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think yeah, definitely it will be a lot more split. Um, you have your site painters and then your specialist painters. Yeah, I think. So, what's your favourite product or paint paraphernalia that you're currently using? Um, that you're currently out. So, uh, to be honest, like it's probably Renner. Like I just love it. Like yeah. Every single time I use it, the finish you can get with it is just so good. Yeah. Um, I sprayed some media units this week. and I saw them. Just... They were really smart. Were them the, yeah, the thank finished you. on Thursday or Friday? Yeah, finished on Friday, yeah. Yeah. Um, just put it all back together on the Friday. Um, yeah, it's just it amazes you the difference between what you can achieve with Renner and what you can achieve with other products, say, yeah. that the, your normal products from off the shelf. Um, I think that just sets you apart a little bit. Have you, have um, you tried so yeah, any other similar products to Renner? Um, no, uh, there's a Sailac, isn't there? Something yeah. I'd like to try. Um, yeah. I haven't tried it yet. You use that, don't you? Yeah, I went from Renner because uh, I didn't have best experience with customer service. Renner's good. Then I went okay. to Sailac. It's like just that smidge better. But I've got a job starting a yeah. week on Monday and I'm actually trying Sherwin. Okay. Yeah. Which yeah, so we, we've got a sy- symphony coatings literally just yeah. half an hour away from us. So um, th- we get really good service from them. Yeah. And it's nice. I can just drop any samples in and they'll match the colours and stuff. Um, but they mainly spe- they mainly have Renner or Sherwin-Williams. Yeah. Well, I heard um, Sherwin's similar to another product. They just get put in different tins at end at belt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that it makes sense. <laughs> Whether it is or not, I don't know. Because if you look on back it at probably tins, is. a lot of them do say Sherwin on. Yeah. You know, they're yeah, they're yeah. over here now. It's Ron Seal, isn't it? They own Ron Seal over here. Do they really? Yeah, if I remember right. Right. So, well, um, it's something I've always wanted to try. I, I keep saying about Sherwin to him, but the the guy in Symphony always just says, ah, stick with your Renner. Stick yeah. with your Renner. That's what See, he always tell. I know I should really try it. but They told me it opposite. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It's funny, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's everyone's personal opinion, isn't it, on stuff? Yeah. You know, but I the, think until I start getting unhappy results from Renner, I probably won't change with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, if it's not broke, don't fix it, you know. <laughs> well, that's it, yeah, if it, if it works, it works, doesn't it? That's it, yeah. you know, it's, and just because it, it, it don't work for me, it don't mean to say it's not going to work for you, everyone has a different way of doing stuff, yeah. don't they? 
You know, it's Definitely. the same with everything, brushes, rollers, sprays, whatever. It's if if you find something that's comfortable and it does job and you're happy with it, stick with it. You know, yeah. try something else and then think, Oh, yeah, it's all right, but it's not worth the extra go back to what I was using. Yeah. So but then on the other side of the scale, going for the lower, well, it's not lower end because it's great paint, but we'd literally just done an office refurb this week and it was clean and shiny because they were moving out of the office. And um, yeah, Benjamin Moore, Scuff X, obviously. Yeah. It's just for them sort of jobs. My God, can it make you some money? I, I always said the Renner and the Sailac, they're like the Benjamin Moore of the spray world. Yeah. You, you've got your other <laughs> stuff and it's like top of tree, isn't it? Yeah, compared to some yeah. other stuff, it's it's like clean paint. When you take when I take my filter out, it's going after say like, yeah, there's bits in it. Yeah, but there's probably yeah, like a sprinkle oh, of bits, and that's it. It's, it's minimal, it's, isn't it? It's cl- and how easy does it clean paint. out your gun? Yeah, like the speed yeah. compared to like normal paint. Are you are you just airless with it then? Standard airless. Uh, more often than not, yeah, yeah. I just use standard airless. Um, I sometimes use my pot gun, but I struggle with the HVLP, I must admit. I like it as much as I hate it. It's one of them. Yeah. Uh, which which HVP, HVLP are you running? Uh, I've got the Q-Tech, the Q5. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've had it for like, God, four years. Yeah. But it doesn't come out very often. I've, 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 <laughs> I've got the Greyco one and I find yeah. hell of an improvement because I changed the gun. Right. Yeah. And I've got a friend yeah. that's got the same as you and he's changed his gun to the same gun and he says he gets better results. Yeah. yeah, I think it's something I need to look into, um, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I sprayed a staircase last week, and I actually used the HVLP for that. And I was really happy with it. It's, I think that's the sort of job it's brilliant for. Yeah, I've got um, um, kitchen and bathroom started on week on Monday. Kitchen is going to get air-assisted. Bathroom doors will be done air-assisted in workshop. But yeah. I ain't carrying bloody 49 kilos up three flights of stairs, so it'll be HVLP. You know, and that's where it'll come into its own. I'll just take I've never had a go with that air assisted. I'm fascinated every time I see your videos. It, look, it looks so good. It's 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 a lot of money, but it's good. Yeah. 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 There's what there's one up for sale at the moment. <laughs> if you're interested, I saw that actually. Yeah. I was eyeing it up. Yeah. It's a, what's it's, his name? Um, Paul. Geordie Painter, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's same as mine. It's. I tell you what, that's a pretty good price. Is that if people are yeah. wanting to go into it? Yeah. It's. it's uh, it'd probably be gone bit time this comes out, but yeah. <laughs> not bad price that not percent credit card might be in my basket yeah there you go. <laughs> but yeah they're, they're good they're good because i have a workshop so basically have it at workshop spray my doors yeah. wheel it up up ramps into back at van onto job yeah you know what i mean and yeah i, I try the thing is with... we do a lot of um large new properties now yeah and a lot of it is all spray so I, it was something i was considering because I do need to get a second, well, another sprayer basically for on site because I'm sick of changing from product to product to product. When yeah. you've got so many people on site, you find people are standing around because well, you've got enough you could demote, sprayers on the go. You could go. demote your standard airless to site use, couldn't you? And yeah, you that's what I think I'll do. For like the posh site, sort of. Yeah. Because you know. something like what I just done, the media unit, would, is it a big difference, do you think? Marginally. Yeah. Somebody says We'd to be me, able if, to tell, if it but broke, the would you buy it again? And I was like, 50-50. Yeah. yeah. You know, but you do use less paint. Okay. You know, and you have, there's, it's, it's less paint, more control. Yeah. But then you could say, get an E to those, would that be just as good? Excuse I me. Know, I don't know. Common thing at the I'm not sure about that. Yeah. 
I think if I was to spend the money, because even with a heated hose, you still got to get another sprayer, you know. Yeah. To make it worthwhile, so yeah, maybe the fine the fine finish would be the best way. See the fine finish, I, I could just put five minutes. I could swap it over to rack X from flat tip and just run yeah. it as airless. Yeah, which I've done before because I was lazy. I just swap swap the end. You don't want to lug that out. <laughs> you got sorry. You don't want to lug that out at that weight. Well, that's I, I was doing when I did that staircase at the beginning. Yeah, I done uh, dining room as well. Did all woodwork air assisted. And then I just did ceiling. I just swapped rack X over and did ceiling with rack X. You know, yeah. with re- regular air, then just run it in regular airless mode. Yeah. You know, and did ceiling with that, save taking two units. Yeah. So you can you can flip between two. Do you get that? Um, do you get that fine dust like you get with a HLP? No. The... No. No. E- easiest way to explain it: you're spraying, and you get a bit of bounce back, don't you? Even with airless. Yeah. Well, the air bullers it and pushes it back onto the surface, so it oh, melts okay. in. So that bit of bounce oh, nice. back you get, it just pushes it back. It's, yeah. it's more con- it, It's hard to explain, but it's, it's just it's like HVLP with less dust. Control of HVLP, but with less dust and a bit faster. Yeah. You know, speed that of sounds airless. Sounds good. But it, it just the air the air that comes out around the air cap just pushes the the bounce back back onto the surface. I okay. mean, you're still going to get. When people, it annoys me when people say, I'll oh, dial it in and running it at this. It's science. <laughs> you're atomizing paint, you're going to get overspray. It's just oh, how much it, overspray. You see the videos now, don't you? Everyone with a heated hose. They're spraying away and they're like, look, not even one bit of overspray. And thinking, that does, come on. I, I believe that does help and it does work. Uh, but I think eating paint up, to me, you've got to be careful because you're breaking it down. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're breaking down the ingredients. Is it going to affect it? If you've got to get it just right, your heat, can you kill it? Yeah. You know what I mean? I've, yeah. I've stood a tin of, tin of renner in a uh, slow cooker with a bit of water in my workshop. Yeah. Forgot how it in, went back, and it, it, it had killed it. You know? After Did it set in the bottom? No, it just it just gone all shit and claggy. All right, yeah. You know, so I just think you've obviously got to get your temperature out with stuff. I remember you bloody left it in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what worries me. If you put your gun down and the hose is still hot, yeah, it'll seize up in your in your hose. I don't know. You know? Yeah, good question. That. So, uh, talk, talking of sprayers and what have you, what's been your best investment work wise? Um, probably. I mean, I went on a couple of training courses for spraying, even yeah. though I could spray anyway. But I think it was just reassuring myself to have the confidence yeah. that I could do it. Um, so, yeah, probably going on the training courses um, and then obviously buying the sprayers Yeah, to, to, uh, to um, make, the, well, make it work, really, I suppose. Yeah, it's just um, sometimes like we've got somebody there at side of you saying, yeah. yeah, you do that, you do that, you do that. It's yeah. just, like you said, a bit of reassurance, isn't it? That's all it is, yeah, because... Yeah. You, you do constantly question yourself. It's not it's sort of alien for us, isn't it? Spraying anyway. Well, so, Scott, uh, what does Scott call it? Spray's anxiety. Yeah, that's yeah. Every it. time he gets his out, <laughs> he starts he starts getting a bit of anxiety with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, though. You yeah. just need someone to just go. Oh no, you're actually doing it right. Yeah, I think once you fine. get going, you're, you're fine from there. You know, yeah. it's just over. I think I, I don't know if it's just our trade, but I think a lot of us suffer with overthinking. Oh, massively, yeah. You know, I don't know if it's all all people, all trades, or just our trade. You know, we yeah. overthink shit too much and overcomplicate it. 
and uh, you're never confident with yourself, are you? You always think, oh, no, I'm doing that wrong. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Until, you, until you get someone reassured. Oh, that looks mint. And you're thinking, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could have done better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Hope no one zooms in on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just when, when you print something on Instagram, just put your, your text across that bad bit. <laughs> That's yeah. where I topped it. <laughs> just move your text slanted across that bad bit so people can't zoom in on yeah. it. <laughs> so do you have, do you have an I've end? got one, Sorry, one, more, one more thing, actually, with uh, the like good things that I've invested in. It's probably another one was my apprentice, to be honest, because like it's, it's kind of having someone there that... Are you still there? Yeah, still here. Ah, you're back. Okay. Yeah, yeah having um, sort of having someone there training them up. Um, he's now he's now been doing it two years, and honestly, he's smashing it. And yeah. he can do some really good finishes with like the, the sprayer. In, in because he's, I mean, I, I feel sorry for him that he hasn't had the apprenticeship that I've had, like where you sort of learn how to get things done quickly. Yeah, but he's he's going to turn out to be a really good decorator yeah. spray decorator i, I was um, taught learn learn so. right the proper way first yeah and then we'll show you how to cut corners and earn your money yeah you know what i mean yeah it's uh all the hacks <laughs> that's what it is smashing. if you if you if you call uh a hack smashing your skating board with a coat or emulsion save your coat <laughs> by walls then yeah <laughs> that's been done god i remember once with a um yeah Putting the vinyl mat on the ceiling and coming straight down on the flat door. Yeah. <laughs> on my uh, apprenticeship. Yeah. Uh, straight down on the flat door with a nine inch roll. Yeah. Washing machine. Yeah. Smash that in with a coat. Save you messing when you're next green round with undercoat. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, the primer undercoat uh, yeah. was just wall emulsion. Yeah. So bad. Do you have an end game for getting out of it or do you just, just keep going and um, keep going? No, nah, I think. I think just keep going, keep trying to progress. Um, we we have a vision, me and Inez, we'd quite like to have a potentially like a couple of passive income yeah. opportunities, I suppose. So like we live right near a river, so we quite like the idea of having a few river boats. Yeah. Um, maybe try and renting them out um, sort of weekend stays because Ely, the, well, it's like one of the smallest cities in the UK, but it's yeah. still a city and people come and visit it. Um be nice to sort of try and rent that out and have sort of a little B&B business sort of thing. Yeah. That'd be the kind of dream along with our apartment in Lisbon as well. Yeah. Um, potentially we, getting that uh, on the go. It'd be nice to just have a few little incomes just to keep us afloat. We watched one other night, million pound motorhomes. Right. And this bloke had bought this, it was like big American style motorhomes and he renting it out to up and coming Formula like three drivers. And he yeah. started with one and bought four, another, th- yeah, he ended up with four, he bought another three win a year. So he thought, I can make yeah. some money at this. And he, he he just started renting them out and making some money out of that. So yeah, I, I yeah. can see the boat thing doing well. Yeah, well, we think, because the house prices down here, um, anywhere near Cambridge, it's just crazy money. So we're um, kind of thinking, we'll invest elsewhere and yeah. see if that works. Yeah, that's good ideas. <laughs> so hopefully good. that'll be the end game, I suppose. Yeah, always good to have a side project going, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, we're eyeing our first boat up now, so oh, nice. <laughs> you never know. That's yeah. what that's now goes on. Might, yeah. might be up for renting it. <laughs> the last boat thing I did like that was Norfolk Broad years ago. That's yeah, lovely, isn't it? Yeah, 
expensive but lovely. The boat itself's a lot of money in Norfolk Broads, but yeah, um, well, I was what? it is nice just plodding along the river. Thirty-two years ago, I was sixteen. Yeah, I remember it's when my mum caught me out for being a smoker. <laughs> she did. She, we were oh, really God. bad. She says uh, she knew my brother smoked. He was a couple of years older. And he says, oh, I'm yeah. off for a fag. And she says to me, why don't you go for a fag with him while that watch? She says, come on, we know you smoke. You might as well go for a fag. <laughs> <laughs> and she was basically like, as long as you don't do it in-house, I ain't bothered. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, if you're going to yeah. do it, you're going to do it, aren't you? God, it's so different now. You don't see anyone smoke, do you? We've met them social outcasts, haven't they? Yeah. You're a social outcast now. I mean, thank God they're paying tax on it, because if they weren't, they'd be taxing chocolate. Then I'd be upset. <laughs> the next bad Not thing good... to tax, wouldn't they? Uh, but uh, is there any takeaways you can give, listener? Yeah. Oh, it's oh, disappeared a little bit. Back oh, again. Back. Is, there, is there any takeaways you can give the listeners? Yeah. Um, no, just have a goal and go for it, really. Yeah. 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 Quite cheesy. So got, got a, have something in your head and just go for it. Pretty good, simple one, is that? No complicated, just like yeah. Said. Go a goal and go for it. Follow it. Follow your passion, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, I think if you really want something, you'll get it, won't you? So. Yeah, if, if, if you keep going and keep going, you'll get there at some point. But uh, yeah, room 101 style, three things that piss you off so you've been. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Massively controversial one, uh, I would say. But yeah, TikTok. TikTok. Uh, honestly, I can't stand it. Like, it's just such a time waste. Like, <laughs> it's you don't spend hours. Feels on it. like hours. Yeah. Like, um, if it ain't on TikTok, it'll be on YouTube, yeah. and it'll be watching TikToks anyway. And yeah. then it'll be on Instagram, and it'll still be watching TikToks. <laughs> it's like, yeah, God, it's just relentless. Yeah. And then you look when you turn around and you see like sometimes you your workers and you're looking at them at lunch break and they're just scrolling for like half an hour through TikTok. Yeah, I just don't know what it is. I just it's something I've never really got into. So I suppose that's probably why I don't like it. I dip in and out. Just, I haven't been on it for months. I've just been back on it this week and had a look and yeah, I just much prefer Instagram. Yeah, it's easier to control yeah. what you see. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, that's the first one. Uh. The second one, I've been having a nightmare in the past year with electricians, so yeah, they can do two one, to be honest. Uh, yeah, it's the last job. I mean, they must have drilled 45 spotlights in the wrong place. Oh, man. It was just ridiculous. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I had enough of them. <laughs> it's just no care, you know. They, they just seem to just hope their cable's there and just go for it. Yeah. It's, Rather than having a proper plan set up. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last one, probably, um, you know, like the local painter hatred. Yeah. Where they sort of see you and just sort of hiss at you. Yeah. <laughs> Bad mouth you. Yeah. Um, for no reason. They don't even know you. Like, yeah. you'll be in a decorator shop and you'll be trying to talk to them and they're just looking the other way because they don't want to go anywhere near you. Grunted sort of it, yeah. 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 Like, we literally had one. Um, we done an outside the other year. We done such a good job. It was like changing wood stained windows to white, and um, this this handyman gardener. And he literally went when we soon as we finished. He went and knocked on the door and just said to the bloke, "You've been ripped off, you have." 
And he was like, you don't even know how much I've been charged. <laughs> and he goes, well, I saw him. He was just kept standing back, looking at his windows and then going back to doing them again. And, uh, and uh, he kept saying he's been ripped off. Yeah. And I, and I was just like, what is that all about? Like, yeah. I literally took all the windows out and um, sprayed them all up and took the front door off, sprayed it up. And I thought, this bloke wouldn't have done that. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're yeah, halfway, taking off, door off and spraying off. it, you're halfway there with your PVC doors. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I need yeah. to look into it, don't I? You know what you're doing there. <laughs> <laughs> and, and take it with Yeah, I out. think that's the free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, where can we find you on social media? Um, yeah, so I'm on Instagram, um, just Saxby Decorating. Um, I've got a website, which I actually need to update. I've sort of been getting some prices recently. And, I've just uh, had mine done, actually. It's uh, about a month yeah. ago I finished, yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to blood. justify the figures that they get sent for the prices of websites. Is, uh, it depends on the, uh, how much you've been charged, moment, yeah. it? It's, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll have a look at mine. Let me know what you think. I'll let you know how much it costs me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah I'll do that. Yeah, I mean, some, and, some um, I said some's still under development. Um, it's just daft little things like my profile picture. I think one I've got, I haven't even got a beard on it, so... I met most yeah. when I come back off holiday. Went and took some pictures with ones with my beard yeah. on. I just need to send them. Turn up like who's that? Yeah. Well, I just need to email them to Martin that does my website so he can upload them. It's it's, it's pretty good, you know. It it totally. Yeah. And I, I'll one, be interested to have a look because yeah, some of the figures you get for websites are just crazy. yeah. My old one was uh, it was a lot, it used to irritate me. I had a lot of stock photos on it. And I, when I look at websites, yeah. I've got a lot of stock photos. I think that's a stock photo. It doesn't tell me if it works any good. So my main aim was to have my own photos. So I just started collating everything on an external hard drive, you know, and categorise yeah. it into jobs like Mrs. Smith's kitchen, Mrs. Jones' bedroom, befores and afters in that folder. Just uploaded it to yeah. Google Drive, and it, it just used them off there because they're all categorised. So it yeah. worked pretty well. So well, I you... think at the moment my website's sort of all over the place. It targets too many different areas. Yeah. I think man does 10, I... 10 areas around me. And I want to narrow it in a bit and yeah, just, yeah. 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 So, we'll, so we'll, um, we've got Insta website. We'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Website and then anyway, I'll, links to I'm me. on uh, LinkedIn as well. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen you on there. I'll laugh at some of your comments. Uh, uh, oh, what's that on? I've I've seen you on LinkedIn. I've I've I laugh at some of your comments on there. Oh yeah, <laughs> some of them a bit bit blunt stuff. I'd love to say, but I think now I won't dare say it. There was there was one regarding females in an industry or genders, right? And you bluntly said, "Why do you have to make it about gender? It's about doing the job." Yeah, you know, that's, oh, yeah it's, it's true, isn't it? Yeah, it it shouldn't be. Yeah, so. It's about the job, not your gender orientation, or out, is it? Yeah, no, exactly. So, um, so yeah, that's it. And yeah. then, obviously, just Google page. That's it. So, outside of work, other than buggering off to Portugal, what hobbies you got? Yeah. Um. Well, I I still love cooking. I've yeah. always liked cooking. Um. So yeah, I do do all sorts of cooking, whether it's in the winter or the summer. We we've got a smoker. In a pizza oven and trying to. I, I, to be honest, I don't get the pizza ovens. No, everyone says they are they're great. And I just think just I must, pizza house and have one delivered. <laughs> yeah, 
but they are different, aren't they? <laughs> I've the never, thing. to be honest, I've never experienced one that I know of, so I couldn't tell you. Probably yeah. just ignorance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, like the Napolitana pizzas, the really like thin, crispy, and air bubbly. Yeah. With cooked in like ninety seconds, they do taste completely yeah. different to your Domino's, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose I'll um, I'll, yeah. uh, I'll have to try one. I think yeah. my brother-in-law will end up with one. Yeah. At the moment, um, for so me, yeah, it's all about the juicer. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, the ninja. Yeah. It's, uh, I've come off holiday now. We was loving the uh, mango slush. Oh, nice. So yeah. I've, I've come back and bought uh, a ninja, and I've been doing uh, basically like yeah. a daiquiri without the alcohol in mango slush. We, yeah. we had a banana. Donna did a banana one the other night. That was weird. <laughs> two, two bananas. Um, yeah. I think a cup and a half of ice. And you, you, you chop your bananas and permit freezer till they freeze. And right. it's weird because when you blend them, they go like ice cream. Right. So it's like a milkshake, but banana. <laughs> and I'm I'm not a fruit I'm not a fruit lover. I would not sit and eat fruit, but it's a way of me having me one of my five. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and the mango slushes. Oh man, they're they're to die for. You need to get yourself an ice cream maker. That you can make yourself loads of sorbets with it as well. You can do the same in Ninja. You can do. Sorbets. Oh, really? Yeah, you can do sorbets in in uh, in Ninja. Yeah, there's all the recipes for sorbet, ice cream, milkshake. Yeah, bank Oreos nice. in and do Oreo milkshake. God, sounds Laugh good. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so go on, then you're always cooking. Yeah, um, I've literally just brought a stand-up paddleboard, so. Uh, Hopefully, going to get on the river a bit more through the summer. Yeah, um, they're getting more and more popular, aren't they? They are. Yeah, yeah, they are. I've got quite a good deal on one on Facebook on the marketplace, so I thought I'd try it out and see what I think. Yeah, and um, gone out a few times. It's really nice on a nice day. Do you have like, full-on wetsuit and that as well? I've got one, but to be honest, you don't really need it. Yeah. Um, the idea is not to go in, I suppose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thankfully, I haven't fell in too bad yet. Although yeah. I was paddling along the other day and uh, the uh, oar, you know, the end of the paddle yeah. literally just fell off. And I was about half a mile up the stream from where I started. Oh, <laughs> I nice. Go on, my, go on my front and like surf a paddle back all the way. <laughs> pretty embarrassing. <laughs> That's the joys of buying second hand though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that and I, I mean, I, I haven't been for a long time, but I used to like going fishing quite a lot. Yeah. Um, that's a nice switch off for 24 hours. I get, I get the switch off, but I just think it's like golf. I get yeah. it for the solitude and the switch off, but other than that, I just think, yeah. <laughs> I keep trying to get back into golf and I'm fine for like the first four or five times and then my head just starts rolling because I'm rubbish at it. Yeah. <laughs> just, I, I think, give up. I think yeah. when I went, up the, when uh, it was back at college and they ended up being that many divots in grass, I just thought, do you know what? <laughs> <Don't bother. laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, I can get me. So yeah, that's life. pretty much it. Yeah, that's pretty much it, really. To be honest, and then obviously we're finishing the apartment in Lisbon. Still, that's been a lot of our life. We've spent about three months over there in the past few years. So yeah, yeah, trying to get that done. Do you have to go have another stint decorating over there? Yeah, that's what we've been doing. So we went four weeks at Christmas, and um, the year before we went for the whole six weeks yeah. on the holidays. Um, I, I bet is is that a structure? I'm bloody not motivated to decorate sort of, at home. But really <laughs> sorry, yeah, 
It's, uh, oh, sorry, that part a little bit. Um, is, is it hard to motivate yourself? Because I struggle to motivate myself to do out at home, but if I go on holiday and it's warm and sunny, the last thing I'd want to be doing is decorating. It is a bit, I must admit. Like, you, you sort of get up at, like, eight or nine, roughly, so, <laughs> and try and get yourself into work. But, um, yeah, you end up going for, like, a proper sit-down lunch and a beer at, like, lunchtime, yeah. sort of one or two o'clock, and then it's... Hard to get motivated after that. I'd just be a so sleeping. Court really, out your six weeks, you're probably only working three weeks because you're only doing half days every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's nice because it's ours and we just want to get it done. I think you just like, yeah, you just push through, try yeah. and get it finished so you can enjoy it in the future, I suppose. I always had aspirations of living and working abroad in the sun. And as, as I get yeah. older, I love the sun, but there's places I want to go and see that it's not necessarily sun, it's more about the scene. Scenic. Yeah, and I just think now, even working at home now, it's on this week. I just go home; it drains me. Yeah, you know. So I just think now, it's. I, I doubt if I could have acted. Plus, as you get older, you like your own comforts and all. Oh, definitely. I, yeah. I can't deal with UHT milk in drinks. <laughs> no, <laughs> you uh, definitely don't have a European wife. We only drink UHT. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's rank. Yeah. But if, if that's all they're used to, that's all you know, isn't it? That's the thing. Yeah, they yeah. don't have proper milk. Yeah, when, yeah. when I'm on holiday, all the drinks, coffee, because I can't stand tea with you, it's tea milk in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're, you're, um, well, you'll like it over there anyway, because we only really drink espressos, and you, you're into your coffee, aren't you? Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah um, I do love me. I'm the only one that drinks it in our house. Yeah. So if I buy capsules, they last forever. Have you ever had the Lavazza coffee? Because I've got one the other day for work. I've got um, a cheap Lavazza machine, and honestly, it's so much better than the Nespresso ones. Um, no, but I've not. I think I've tried it when I'm out and about, but I've never tried the yeah. machine. I've had the Tassimo. I've had the, what was the Philip Sensio one? I had that years yeah. ago. But yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I've never tried the Lavazza. Well, I highly recommend the Lavazza ones. Yeah. They're, um, they're a lot. They feel a lot nice. They're a lot um, tastier. Yeah, I think it depends. But then on you the have cappuccinos coffee, anyway, don't you? don't you? So yeah, I, suppose it's, uh... I, I like espresso. I, I like yeah. the uh, thing as well. The really short one. Um, Cortado macchiato, isn't it? I, I have them as well. Uh, everyone calls yeah. them different. There's the uh, yeah. I, I like the majority of coffees. It's just because I suffer with really bad stomach acid because I was stupid okay. when I was younger. If I don't have <laughs> if I don't have milk in it, I suffer really bad even with tablets. Okay, yeah. So it has to be. I'd I'd love to I'd love to go up in the morning, have a couple of espressos, and be buzzing, but I can't. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just I'd just be suffering all day with stomach cramps and what have you. So yeah, it's not it's, worth it uh, then, is it? <clears throat> milk, milky coffees. It's uh, yeah. Yeah. What's what's the other one? Uh, is it Cortado? Cortado, yeah, they're the little short things. Yeah, they're nice. Like double espresso with the smallest amount of milk in, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, I like them. Uh, but yeah, it's, yeah, like I said, I, I do like an espresso. Ristretto, is it? Other one? Can't remember. It's a really short yeah. one, like shorter than a. Uh, to be honest, I never really got drinking water with it neither. No. Yeah, you know, when you have like a. But I had what? one on holiday and they brought me a. It was like a tall, narrow shot glass of soda water. Oh god, no! I don't know if I fancy that. I don't. I can't stand soda water, but I tell you what, I had this coffee all holiday, <laughs> and it was like mud, really nice. It was just like yeah. hot mud. I had this, yeah. Drunk this thing after it was brilliant. 
But if somebody yeah. said to me, so do I'll be like, I'll go away with you. How good is Turkish coffee, though? It's so nice, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of people go mad for the tea, but I'm, yeah. uh, I'm not a black tea lover. As long as you don't drink the bottom. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a black tea lover, so it's, uh, no. it's not for me. But, no, um, no, I know what you mean. Who are you digging on Instra at the moment, then? Give us a few shout-outs um, before we go. Okay, well, uh, I must say, like, two of the guys that you've had on, like Adam from Dope Deco and Brent, um, yeah. Brent Teach, like they've helped me so much with like that Porter's finish, the um, French wash. They've given me so much advice in it. Have you have you bought think... any of that Porter's? Yeah, I've been doing. Um, I've done a few French wash jobs actually. Stupid um, money, done... isn't it? Yeah, it's a lot of money over here, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but I suppose it's it's nice. It's different, and it's if you can get the customers to justify it, it's worth it. I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you've got them high end customers but... that don't mind the price tag. Yeah, well, we've got a new build coming up um, in about two months, and they're literally having like eight um, port special effect walls yeah. throughout the whole house. And did I'm really you, looking forward to that. Did you do any sort of course on it, or have you just sort of got the stuff? No, them Adam and Brent, honestly, they give me so much advice yeah. that I've I've done a couple of well, more than a couple. I've done quite a few samples and um, just went for it. And it's, you can notice your improvement the more you do it. Definitely, yeah. Um, It'd be nice if they did a course. So I'd like to do a lot more and see what probably. you can do with. Yeah, yeah. But there's a couple of um, people down in. Well, I really like what they do in Australia. I think they do some great work over there, yeah. especially if you like that sort of special effects style. Um, so there's a company like the Artful Decorator. He does some great stuff. Um, Scan Lannan Makers. I don't know if you've seen them. Um, no, they they do good. loads of special effects stuff. It's real moody stuff. It's quite good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I like them. But more local to me, I suppose. Um. I mean, Mark Hutchinson. Yeah. He's a he's a top lad. He's on really a good wallpaper in as well. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, I've got him lined up. Um. Like you say, Matt from Prime Finish, but you've had him as well. <laughs> yeah, he was last week. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. There's a guy in Coventry actually. His name's Brad B H Painter. I've met him a few times for drinks. He's a good lad. Yeah. Um, he'd be quite a good one to have a story of because he sort of got into decorating after a previous career. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll get but, some yeah. of these a look up and, later. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah. That's, and anyone else, I suppose, it's hard to name them all, isn't it? You talk yeah, to so you don't want to leave any out. They'll, uh... they'll be on you. Why didn't you mention me? Why didn't you mention me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's but been. Yeah, don't take offence. <laughs> it's been great to have you on. Um, I'll let you go yeah, off cheers, and enjoy Chris. the rest of your Saturday and go and wake everybody up. Yeah, we've got to go and watch uh, our daughter row today. Set She's got a ramen race in Cambridge, so. Oh, man. Yeah. Watch us trying to set an alarm. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> As I said, wake everybody up. It's, uh, <laughs> I think I'm off for a walk up to the front next, enjoy it, son, and go for a coffee somewhere. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah enjoy out. it. Then I'm out for. Um, a client, what does it call it? Client social with personal trainer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where you meet everyone else's. <laughs> We're doing an escape room. Oh, they're good fun, they are. I've never done one. Yeah, they're good fun. Yeah. Like the first one we done, we walked in and um, they just said, they just locked you in this jail. And me and my missus just sat there looking at each other for about three minutes going, when's it going to start? And then you hear them coming over the speaker and they're like, you've already started, go on. We <laughs> were so confused. I've just got visions of crystal maze. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah no the one we done was like trying to escape um the alcatraz that's yeah. what it was yeah 
That was good fun, actually. Yeah. It's quite challenging. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> You're not selling it to me. <laughs> I'm not good being locked in places. <laughs> You'll enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's probably not the best for you then. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> well, cheers for that, Carl. I'll let you go off and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Yeah, cheers, Chris. Cheers, Ta. I hope you're enjoying these podcasts as we delve into people's lives and stories, whether it be the ups, downs, wins and losers. We've all been there in some shape or form and we aren't alone. I'd really appreciate it if you're enjoying these, if you could show your support by subscribing, sharing and maybe even leaving us a cheeky review on iTunes. 